Welcome to the Bebe F Corral. It is high noon. And you entered the Becoming Bebe F podcast. I'm Jess. And I'm Karina. And we are two Texas gals here to spread confidence like confetti. And giving you the tools to become babe as fuck. We're so happy that you're here. Do I sound loud? You sound normal. I'm recording right now. Yeah, you don't sound super loud. Oh. How are you? That's okay. Okay, I also don't have a microphone. I also don't have a microphone. That's probably why. Yeah. Um. Well, we don't have a baby of the week. Hot day. Happy Father. We don't have a baby of the week. (sighs) That's okay. Everybody's a babe. Yeah. This week, everybody's a babe. That's right. Maybe we'll um, have two babe of the weeks next week. Yeah, why not? Maybe we'll make it a duo. Now I'm like trying to think of who do, does things, who does things in twos that we can like. Okay, that's for next week. I figured out why you were so quiet because I had headphones plugged in the other side. Oh, that's helpful. That is, that is legit helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you froze. Oh, there you are. <coughs> Sorry. Happy pod day. Happy pod day. Um, we are recording today, which is National Coffee Day. And so that is our Try It Tuesday. So where did you drink your coffee today, yesterday? I drank my coffee today at a local coffee shop. It's been around for six years here in our little tiny town of Marion, Texas. And it is one of my greatest friends, and she owns it and manages it with her daughters. The only workers that work there are her and her daughter, and they are open six days a week. Are they just not open on Sundays? Just not open on Sundays. They're open from 7 to 5 every day and 9 to 3 on Saturdays. They have coffee, ice cream, shakes, spritzers, blah, everything you can think of. And if they don't, they'll probably finagle it and make it somehow, somewhere. They also started bringing in little things. um, Like people are selling t-shirts and earrings and little things because we live in a really small town. So it's kind of like a little one-stop shop here. That's awesome. So I am currently in Indianapolis. Um, When this podcast launches, I will be in the airport. Um, I came home this week because my maternal grandmother passed away from a long battle with dementia and Alzheimer's. And so, um, that has been a very interesting breakup of my week. (laughs) I'm staying with a really good girlfriend who has given us some very fun podcast ideas. So stay tuned for those. (laughs) You might, she might be on the pod a couple of times to talk about some really random shit that we haven't talked about, which is super funny. Um, so I went to Bova Conti today in Fountain Square, which is a little tiny, I don't even want to call it like a suburb, but like a section of downtown Indianapolis. Um, when I lived here, there were lots of cool places like the bowling alley where you could do like duck pin bowling and like an old movie theater and stuff like that. Now a lot of local businesses have popped up. And so Bova Conti is one of them. And it is 
Such a cute aesthetic. And if you checked out Try It Tuesday, you probably saw some of the interior in both of those coffee shops that we are um, highlighting this week due to National Coffee Day. It's just like that cool, trendy coffee shop, but it also feels really like fancy a little bit. Um, the aesthetic was like really art deco and I love fancy jam. And I just walked in and I was like, oh, it's actually. It, the front of it is really interesting because it has the outset of the window and we walked in and Maureen's like, oh, this is an old jewelry store. It totally has that same like build out, but they put a coffee shop in instead of keeping it a jewelry store. So it's actually really cool. They have outside space too. Um, lots of fun like bulbs um, that are strung throughout the little courtyard that they have outside. They don't have any internal seating right now just because of COVID. They have like their back portion kind of shut off. Um, but it's really pretty, mm -hmm. like blushes and golds and yeah, the fun art deco tile, um, just my jam. So I had a honey lavender latte, um, and it wasn't too much honey and it wasn't too much lavender. It was just right. So it's like the, you know, Goldilocks of the lavender latte community. I had it today. I always tell the girls because it just depends. So it depends if I'm in the mood for a hot and iced or a blended, just whatever I'm in the mood for. Lately, it's been blended because I haven't had blended in a while. And they already know I need so sugar-free everything. I, I, um, I do not like Irish cream. So I don't, what's blended? Is it like a frappuccino in a way? Like, yes. this is coffee? Okay. I don't ever get cold mm -hmm. coffee, so I never really like know that. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. Um, I usually only drink hot coffee at home and then like during Christmas time, I'll drink hot coffee more towards Thanksgiving, but I don't really drink a whole lot of hot coffee like right now, unless it's at home. Um, so I don't like Irish cream and I don't, I'm probably the only white girl that doesn't like pumpkin spice. So, um, I don't like pumpkin. So I go in there and I tell them to whatever. I want just make me something sugar free. So today they made me today they made me a sugar free vanilla caramel and it tasted literally like vanilla pudding slash birthday cake. Oh my gosh. I drank the hell out of it and I probably shouldn't be drinking all of that. But <laughs> it was so good. Y'all so she's like hiding in her own tank top. Like what's interesting is that Krina has on like a tank top and I'm wearing a fucking sweater, like a legit <laughs> sweater with like well, inside because it's fucking 50 here and I don't know how to deal with myself. I ran this morning. I ran down from my friend Maureen lives a little bit on the east side of downtown. And so I ran to the Capitol. Um, like we have like a soldiers and, um, um, Sailor's Monument in the middle, like anytime you see Indianapolis, that big monument that's in the middle of the circle is like the middle of the downtown. And so I ran there this morning. It was 55 degrees and I'm so proud of myself because I did it all the way through and I was kind of cold the whole time, but that's okay. Huh. It happens when you live in Texas. <laughs> but yeah, I've been like a little chilly all day. Like, well, it's still a little, I don't want to say chilly. It's chilly. Like the high was 82 today. Yeah. And so Shane likes to have, like, if it gets 90, Shane's like, oh, there's a breeze. <laughs> so he just went through our house and opened all of our windows. It's fall now, guys. It it's like fall. Um, when we so up. all of our windows are open right now. 
Um, but it does feel good. And I actually have on a tank top and a sports bra because my bra was really tight today and it was rubbing against my skin. Speaking of bras, if y'all did not check out our story today, y'all need to go to Indian Bra Lady on Instagram. Yeah, this is like one of our earlier episodes too. She's actually our first interviewee. So if you have not heard the Brit Outlaw episode, um, then we can go back and listen to it because it's legit. Why does he not want to wave at me? He's on the phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all like over here waving like an idiot and I'm like, hi, Shay. He's like in his zone. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so anyway, so today, and coffee, and like, (laughs) weather, coffee, and now it is pod, pod time, pod time, pod time, it is pod time with a coffee time, pod time with a coffee chat, so basically this week, we are going to be talking about superpowers, that doesn't mean you have to like throw in a case and save the world. Heroes need not apply, but they are definitely welcome. So we want to talk about what not only do we see special in ourselves and each other, but also some fun ways for you to figure out what your superpower is, because I feel like now, especially a lot of people are not honing in on what is important for them, but also what they're good at and like a list of things that make them better humans. I feel like right now it's a cancel culture. It's a political nightmare. Um, And so we're just trying to bring some fun shit to your table and give you some fun activity to like make yourself feel better or even like help someone else find theirs. Um, Yes, I screenshotted all the questions because I didn't write my answers down. So if you're listening, we can do them together. Because um, I truly believe that I don't have superpowers. You don't believe you have any? What? Uh-uh. Well, I did a little bit of research before, like the nerd that I am. And so there's a really great article um, by Meredith Walters. And it's just meredithwalters.com. And she talks about the five fun and free ways to identify what your superpower is. And so I took the main things and took notes. And there's five of them. But then I also pulled up the second link that I sent you, so we can talk about those questions too, because I think, is that the one that you pulled up? Yes. Okay, so um, that's good. I was hoping we weren't pulling up the same article. (laughs) Because we have a very good job of doing that. And then we're like, oh shit, let's improvise. Okay, Okay. so Meredith talks about a lot of things, but I I wanted to kind of go over some notes I took while I was reading the article, also listening to Folklore from Taylor Swift. So if you guys hear that a little bit in the background, I'm in Maureen's office, door is shut, but I can still hear it. So I don't know if that means y'all can still hear it. So we don't own the rights to this music. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, excuse me. Um, So basically our idea of finding what your superpower is, is to allow the contribution of some great accomplishments in your life, right? So, so it doesn't necessarily have to be something you're really, really good at, but just maybe do it differently or in a more unique way than someone else might do it. Because like in the industries that we've been in before, everyone essentially has the same type of job, right? But There are certain things that you bring to the table. Like for instance, I'm quirky. Er than most people. 
<laughs> True statement. Um, and so that is a quality that being in a leasing position as my job, like leasing apartment homes, I can get more answers out of people by the way I ask the questions in a really weird manner that some people may be afraid to ask, but I get to the root of the character analysis, if you will, why someone's on a tour of me. So, so that's kind You're of talking about bringing to the table. And I was just thinking that, oh, I bring wine to the table, but we're talking about two different things. So. I mean, we love a very stocked bar. I mean, I appreciate that about you. Like you're showing up with some good things. Also, if you're in Indianapolis today, apparently it's Tito's Tuesday because everywhere we've gone today has like Tito's on special. So we're just bringing that little, they just knew I was in town. They just knew I was in town and wanted some Tito's even though I didn't drink any today, so. Well, you say this to the table and I am stumped. Like for me to bring to the table, I don't really know how to describe. Like I feel like I'm empathetic, but saying I bring empathy to the table is not really something that you find as a personality trait. Yeah. Or characteristic that would help other people. I absolutely think it does. Because that goes back empathy being empathetic yeah because i feel like you can understand the way people are feeling even though you don't feel that way in that moment but you can relate to them in the manner in which they're doing it because you also feel those same feelings even though they're not necessarily always yours true and it's not a sympathy like you're not feeling sorry for them but you're trying to relate more on their level in a very soft manner. Yeah. Um, so that goes to the first question of the other link that you sent, because you're on one and I'm on the other. Yeah. What comes naturally to you? Many of us don't recognize our superpowers because they come so easily to us, so we don't think that they're special. I am that complete person. I don't think that anything, I shouldn't say that. Things that I don't recognize in myself, other people do because I do them all the time. Yes. And it's a matter of like finding out um, what you're good at. Not necessarily in like a, um, I want a medal for this, but doing it in a manner to where like a skill doesn't, a, a skill or experience doesn't necessarily have to equate to an accomplishment. Like just because you know, like you're really good at staying on task and you're really good about being organized and you're really good about, um, having a journal for all the things that you need to do and being organized in that manner. I'm good with words. I pick the big ones. Yeah. You're very good at, words, verbiage, and I don't want to say enunciation. That's not the right word, but you're very good at, you have a very broad vocabulary. Yeah. Where I'm like, yes, please. Thank you. And you're like, thank you, sir, for this. I appreciate your kind gesture. Like, and you're very elaborate with your words. It's not it's like you have to have a verb, verb, adjective, verb, verb with every sentence. And me, I'm just like, 
here's your two word sentence and a period. But come to my friend, she has 17 words in her sentence plus a semicolon with an additional sentence. So if you want to be straightforward, come to me. If you want a little extra love, go to Jay. <laughs> it's because in my head every time I speak because I taught English for such a long time and I took like six logistics courses in college that it is not a proper statement unless you have all of this. <laughs> That's like responding with a text message and it says, K. <laughs> That's how you know I'm like in a mood or like not 100% sure about how to answer because I just put okay and you're like, ma'am. <laughs> I know you are not okay because you never say okay. <laughs> Ever. Oh, shit. Uh, I think also one thing in finding out how to develop your superpower or even recognize that it's around is like, one of the things in the first article was like, <clears throat> make a list of your mentors and then choose the traits or personality aspects or, or things that they do that you admire and write two or three of those down in those four to five mentors that you pick, write down those two to three qualities that you adore. And then those qualities that you're writing down are actually something that you do that because like what you said before, you do it so often, you don't recognize that that's a superpower because you do it so matter-of-factly and in a way to, it comes so easy to you where for someone else, it can be very difficult. Like you're very good about showing your emotions. Way showing my emotions. You are, you are good at being an emotional human and like not having a problem saying that you're, that that's what's happening. I, however, uh, I don't do well. However, I did have a good little crash session with my sister in the bar today. So, progress. You're a reserved, emotionless person. No, emotion, not emotionless. You are a reserved, emotional person. A reserved, emotional person. I am an unreserved, emotional person. You can say something to me and I'll just cry. Yeah. Whereas I like, I don't necessarily fester on it. Like I'll let, I really only cry when I'm pissed or stressed out. Like two very one or a hundred emotions. So I'm trying to do better with that. But you are like an instantly emotional person. Yeah. Like there's it's no. It's not even like crying. It's like a, I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm yelling, I'm angry, like every emotion, whatever it is, it's just like an automatic emotion that comes out. I can't hold my emotions back. So whereas I don't filter the fuck word <laughs> ever, my mother got so mad at me on, on freaking Friday. She's like, how many times are you going to say that word you know I hate? I'm like, well, thank God you don't listen to my podcast, mother. <laughs> Come on, Miss Sarah. 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 Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what is um what is the quality in a mentor that you you admire um so I was just browsing through social media really quickly this afternoon because I've been trying to be more present and off my phone while I'm here just because I don't necessarily get the time hardly ever with people that I with this week and um Kara Owlable said 
What? I'm just laughing because that's somebody that I look at too, just for qualities that I admire. Yeah. I think she is a badass at transformation in her own self, not only like emotionally, but physically over the past couple of years since we started following her and like been in the Slay Baby Collective. Um, even the, the manifestation of that group has changed. When she knew that it wasn't something that she could continue on, she picked a, a great leader and was able to still like pop in and like talk about it. But today she put up a post about how her numbers and the algorithm for social media have been down, but she had her highest month in regards to like coaching for other aspects of her business because she has that vintage um, clothing and jewelry line too. So it's interesting how much weight we put on the social media aspect of our lives as an indicator of how good or well we're, we're helping other people. Um, and so I think that is a great, she does really good at giving us reminders of the importance of what a business entails, not necessarily just a social media presence. And I remember a couple years ago when she, and I think this is in Girl Code, where she talked about how she went into a business and was like looking at a couple of things and wanted to photograph some things. And the girl who owned the boutique was like, no, you can't photograph in here. But she's like, here's the thing. The girl didn't know who she was because she wasn't really that, I don't even want to use the word famous because I don't feel like she's, she sees herself as that, but like the girl who owned the boutique that she was wanting to kind of partner with or do a collab with, she didn't even mention that, but like just photographing herself in that woman's clothes, the woman was like, you can't photograph me or you can't show my store. And she had walked out and she was like, well, that's a really awful disservice to your own business. If you're not allowing someone else to appreciate or like even put yourself out there. If you're trying to run a business, why don't you want that to be a positive experience for you? Yeah. Say like no pictures, please. Like I get that at like a super emotionally charged event, but also like, she was just like a random day. She walked in and wanted to try and close and like feature them on her social media. Like, I feel like that's good promotion. And it's just interesting that even now, some people have so much weight on that. Um, that's not necessarily always something that we remember. Yeah. And I'm happy that she gives us those reminders because it's like, we're not influencers by any means, you know? I mean, we're, I feel like we're influencing the people that are around us and like what we're trying to do and we're helping people we don't even know, but like in the media platform of what an influencer is, we're pretty low on the totem pole, but that right. doesn't matter to me. Like we're just nourishing our people. I, one of the things that I admire in people or mentors, Kara is one of them, is the ray of confidence that they portray. And I know some of it is a highlight reel and some of it isn't, but to be transparent, I'm sorry, to be transparent and to be, just show confidence out. Yeah, to like exude it as like a right off the bat. But you know that that doesn't come easy to mostly everyone, right? No, it doesn't. And we can sound, I can sound like I have a lot of confidence on here and I can smile and look cute with my hair up and all that. But even in sales in my job, it's very hard for me to pick up the phone and 
make a cold call and sound like I'm confident and know what the hell I'm doing. It's hard for me to post a picture on social media and feel like I'm confident enough to show some acne on my face or show whatever that my makeup's not perfect or I'm fat or I'm not, but you know what I mean? Like a little yeah. extra fat roll. It's, it doesn't matter to them because that's them. And they've just brushed aside in order to let yourself learn to be better. Right. I will say the video you sent me today for try Tuesday, you look cute AF. Like you need to wear that shirt all the time or I'm maybe just jealous. It's not my club. Babe, okay. <laughs> are you going to say hi or are you just going to see me on this thing? My energy. Drink. Um, okay. So the next thing I wrote down, so this is kind of a mismatch. Oh, let me share this quote real quick. Okay. When you are born, your work is placed in your heart. So I found that really interesting because, you know, people say you've already been created. You just have to find your calling, you know, just learn away. And I like that because your work's placed in your heart already. You just have to find it and grasp it and push it out. I feel like that's what that means. I like that. So it's already there. You just have to figure out how to find it and where to let it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. So the next thing, and I like that we're kind of going back and forth um, because these things are all different. So we will post what the links are in the show notes so you guys can see them um, and look them up as well. Um, but the next one, and she called it an infinite list, but as I was reading through it, I kind of like it to be called a do-well list. So basically, if you're having trouble, figure figuring out what your superpowers are, take time, um, five or 10 minutes at the end of the day and write the qualities that you excel. Basically like a complimentary bucket list of what you see in other people, but also what you do well for that day and how you contributed to others. So it's kind of like the gratitude list that we've talked about before, but it's in a different way where this list is always running. She calls it an infinite list because it doesn't, it changes all the time, but it's always something that's constant. So if you're having trouble, you can take what you wrote down for the mentors and figure out it's kind of what you do too, because you see a mirror of yourself and other people, right? So I think that was a really good one. And it's, and it's not always necessarily like a personality trait or like the craft really well, but it's an extraordinarily great capability that not everyone has, but it's all yours. So even if you write down, um, I opened the door for five people today. You know five people that probably opened the door for five other people that day, but they may not have seen that as a characteristic of something that's great. They just may know that's what you're supposed to do when you're in front of other people. So, so I think that's a really good exercise to figure out. Plus, it can change all the time, and you can say, you know what, that's not serving me anymore. Let's pick something that's different or even outside of my box that – <coughs> that I need right now that I didn't That's know. why it's very important to keep a journal. Yeah. Like in I journal gratitude infinite list whatever you want to call it. I have a bad habit of writing in a journal and you never go back to look at it. In October I actually read something recently this list included where you make a list and like every Sunday when you sit down and plan for your week or you sit down and go through what you wrote, go through your gratitude journal, go through, you know, if you have a journal, go through that and write 
the things that you see where you had a bad day that weren't serving you, the things that you knew made your day good, make sure you accentuate those things because that's what's going to help you, I feel like, find your power to become better. Yeah, that's a great idea. What's one of the next questions in your list? Mine is, what fills you with passion? The, there's a quote after it that I'll say in a second, but one of the easiest ways to discover your superpower is to know what fills you with joy. Not your parents, teachers, or friends, but something else that fills you with joy. And like my gratitude list is about my family most of the time because I'm grateful for all of that. But this quote by Nelson Mandela is hitting the spot. There's no passion to be found in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. That's interesting. So what, so a lot of times in your gratitude list, you write down, like you said about your family, but do you ever self-reflect in what you find to be passionate outside of that? Like, I know it's a big part, but but even in regards to like work or a hobby, like, do you sit down and do that? Or is most of yours in relative to just your family? Like maybe that would be a good activity for you to branch out in. Is yeah. Most of it is my family. I mean, in yeah. like opportunity for work or. Yeah. And most of mine, I feel like is more work oriented and I need to do more about the family stuff. Like that's why I think this week I've tried to stay off my phone um, and just kind of be in the, in the moment and figure out how to navigate from here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily that I've taken it for granted, but now it's just a different dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think superpowers are a lot about reflection too, because as we gain kind of who we are and our superpowers change kind of like our whys change as we get older and as we like your motivation continue to grow. Yeah. Um, okay. One of the questions was to help find your superpower. What are your proudest moments? doesn't have to be a societal accomplishment like having a baby or getting the job with the highest promotion or even outside your stereotypical life. Like you are a mom with a teenager in a long-term relationship and I don't have any kids. So those are stereotypical like life situations that some people may deem as in their jealousy bucket. Like, oh, I'm jealous of Karina and Jess because they do this, that, and the other. But we've talked about this before. Like the only way we're still doing this is because we're choosing that what we're saying is needed to be heard and is important and right. just do it. Like we start doing it. And so I feel like one of our proudest moments is remaining true to us, but also navigating in a way that works good for us in regards to the podcast and how we are changing and growing as humans. Because I feel like the more we're talking about these issues, the more we're realizing how we need to change or pivot or whatever in our lives. And so I feel like a proud moment is understanding that. So what do you think that like, is there a skill or an experience or a training that you have that, that you know you're good at that, that other people may not? And do you think that is as a proud moment, not necessarily that you receive recognition? I don't really want, I don't really think it's a training or something, but in the last year, um, and we kind of have gone over this too, 
like we just said, if you start reflecting and you start doing the things, you'll start finding your superpowers. You will start finding what you're good at and what you can embrace and things like that. And in the past year, my life has completely changed a lot. And something that I'm very proud of besides having a relationship, having children, having all of, you know, work opportunities is that I had pulled myself out of debt for the most part. And that is something three years ago that I never would have thought because I have learned how to be disciplined. Yeah. And I think that's a characteristic that I admire in myself because I was, I don't want to say I was never taught because I probably was taught, but I refused to do it because I just chose not to. But once I started reflecting on me as a person, on me as a mom, on me as a partner, on me as all of that stuff, I learned how to become more disciplined. And I think that that's a great characteristic and a great superpower to have because there's a lot of people who aren't disciplined, whether it's financially or as a parent, as a worker, as a friend, as a partner, as a wife, as a whatever. And I, by 100, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent disciplined, but I'm much more disciplined than I was years ago, for sure. I need to learn how to do that. (laughs) Just kidding. I've been hiding away money for months. I feel most disciplined so far in regards to the financial standpoint, but we're also taking a pivot in a different direction that scares the shit out of me. So um, stay tuned on that. Don't talk to me about finances. I have no fucking idea what's happening right now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, something I just want to say is that superpowers are yours to claim, no matter what your experience or training you might have. Um, it is your right to highlight that as something that is important to you because it's all yours. Um, nobody else can tell you kind of what your superpowers are, but if you're having trouble finding them, you can always ask others what they see in you. And in turn, you can actually like pick and choose what serves you, right? Just a little tidbit, just a little tidbit example of what you can do moving forward. Did you have a part? Oh yeah. What else did Nelson Nelson Mandela, Mandela, Nelson Mandela isn't speaking anymore. So to go on with yours question here is what makes time disappear for you? How do you know when you're using your superpowers? It's when time disappears, no drugs necessary. And I kind of like this because it's the same kind of similar to mine is whenever I write a song, I seclude myself in my studio and emerge several hours later, feeling content and spaced out. Time seems to vanish. What I love, and I don't think it, think of it as a superpower, but my boys see it is I love to read and write all the time. Just give me a book. I don't care what it's about. Self-help romance novel, trashy crap book. I don't care. I like to read and I like to write and I will write about nonsense. Hey, the tree is green today. I will just write like I give me a pen and I'll just write. And to me, that is my disappearing time. Like I can get lost in writing and I'm not even good at it, but I enjoy doing it. Yeah. And I think the same goes for me when like we're planning our like an event or even like getting together to podcast. Like I sat down on the couch today, put on the Taylor Swift folklore album. And I literally, 
in 10 minutes wrote down what we were going to talk about today. Like as soon as I figure out and set my mind to something that that's what's going to happen, I like full fledged go into it. And I have like on the, like for instance, on the airplane, I wrote down everything we needed for the Bay Bay F summit because I was just like, okay, we haven't talked about this. We can add this. Like, what about this guy? Like even coming into Indiana, I knew that there are some people that we need to have there because they just need, they're just that badass. And I was like, okay, we can bring some hometown people in. We can like do this and the other. And I sat there for maybe, it was literally only 10 minutes on the plane, but I got like three pages of stuff done. Basically it's like my brain dump when it gets to talk about events and like how that stuff gets to manifest. Um, and that's just kind of interesting because I literally looked up and I was like, oh, it was only 10 minutes, but I felt like it was a really long time to get a lot accomplished. Maybe that's just the way my <laughs> brain works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this quote. Let me share this quote real quick. Okay, you're fine. When I let go of what I am, I become what I might be. That's really cute. I mean, you know, we like the word to become, so love it. What does that make you feel? What is that what? Like, how does that make you feel? Like, what does that make you want to do? Because I think we have a reality or a vision for ourselves. This is who I am. And pieces of me, I feel like this is not who I am. Like, I'm better than this or I can do better. I can be better. And when we let go of who we think we are or who people think we are, we become who we can be. Or our self-compared of who we think people think we are from our own perception of ourselves. <laughs> We're right. just yes. You said it with all the words and I just all said it without them. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So the last one I have is to follow your arrow and she doesn't necessarily, she says follow your flow, but I, um, that kind of reminds me of a period. So I'm just going to pick arrow. <laughs> So um, basically it's like notice your habits, how you feel when you're doing them. And if you have a positive experience while that's happening, that's something you need to take hold of and, and recognize is happening as something that you're good at or something you need to be better at, like you just said. But reflect on what you love. It's fun, even though it's, it's something you can even draw on from when you're a kid. So we talk about a lot about finding that inner child that that finds your passion and fuels the way you do your things. But, but do you actually sit down and, and write down as to, as that being your superpower? Like as a kid, I did a really good job of like climbing trees and now I like to go on hikes. So like, is it the same? Is it different? But what you get to love can directly correlate to your superpower. Yeah. Are you asking me? No. What do you, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I can ask you that. It was just a statement, but you can go forth from that. I don't know if I have like a childhood thing that I loved. I love to play make-believe. And I think to me, I still do in my mind because part of my manifestation when I manifest things is I am a role player in my head. Like, like different and, and stuff. Do what? Like different scenarios and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like, when I said, I like to write, like sometimes I just write random crap. Like I'm writing a, you know, like a make-believe book and I have to role play it in my head first, yeah. you know? And I think that, I know that sounds weird, but 
I played make-believe a lot when I was younger. Like I played restaurant and I even, I, before my grandma died, I went to this little cubby I used to have as my restaurant box and it had little plates and plastic knives and Dixie cups. And I used to play restaurant when I was like five or six or seven, I wanted to be a waitress. And I, she used to tell me, I used to talk to those people like they were, (laughs) like they were there all the time. Hi, what would you like to drink? Like I wanted to be a waitress so bad, but in my mind, I still do that. Like I, I don't pretend I'm a waitress, but I role play in my head all the time. Like I manifest things in my head. Like if I'm going to go for a job interview, I manifest it in my head. I, if I need to go to public speaking, sorry, train, train, train. Right. Um, if I have to go to a public speaking event, I role played in my head. I pretend people are asking me questions because I want to be prepared for it. That's awesome. Well, that also, like, yeah, like you said, to be prepared for it, but it also puts you in a situation where you're like, you can let anything come at you. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. hey, I've, I've tried this. It's, it's doing great. Like, I know that this is how I need to move forward. But if something is like a thrown a monkey wrench in it, you can just be like, okay, here we go. Like, I've, I've practiced this, but, you know. I can't believe I just told everybody I used to play restaurant when I was little. I'm sure there's somebody <laughs> out there that used to play restaurant. You but, for a long you time so for you saying that you play restaurant is not any different than me like being the teacher with my cabbage patch dolls. Like I get it. I used to play teacher too. I used to have a whiteboard yeah. and had a whole report card okay, book that I used to. Make. Let's talk about who I am. Okay, what's your last one? <laughs> my last one is how do you become a superhero? Yeah, and. I don't really have an answer for that. You don't have to save the day like Spider-Man, but the quote by Mae Parker from Spider-Man 2, I believe that there is a hero in all of us that keeps us honest, gives us strength, and makes us noble. That's awesome. Yeah. So even if we were a little bit all over the place today, at least we know that we're putting out what our superpowers are. Because I feel like together, like we're just stronger than individuals right and it's been a while so we didn't record last week so so this is really good even rest for us to see each other on zoom right now because we just vibe really well from each other so we can call that our fucking superpower so we want to know what your superpower is we're gonna put up a link in a little bit and or tomorrow or today whatever <laughs> and um this week we want to know what your superpower is not what you want it to be but what is your superpower what makes you what is like a defining thing, a defining, something that defines you? See, my words are all over the English teacher. Um, <laughs> okay. What defines you? What is your biggest quality that, like we talked about earlier, that maybe you don't see? Ask your best friend. Hey, if you could pick, you see that all the time when people are making brands, you see it all over Facebook. Hey, give me three words that describe me. You know, get on there and ask people three words that describe you and see what other people say, because I think you'll find your superpower that way. Yeah, that's a really good way to do it. We should do it for ourselves on the platform. Mine will probably say annoying, loud, and has a crazy sneeze. Um, I probably would hear that I snore a lot when I'm, and I'm loud and that I dress yeah. kind of you are a snorter. <laughs> well, we missed y'all last week. We are glad to be back. Yeah. We're and... excited for you guys to learn about 
all the new things that you can accomplish with your new superpowers. And you are a super person. You know, we love a good cape. So on that note, we out. I'll see you next week. We should make our, we should make capes, not like real capes to wear, but we should design some capes and then post them. I mean, I'm not mad about that. You know, we've been looking at some merch, so who knows? Maybe we should have a contest. So you can design the best cape? You can design. I know y'all can't see me right now, but I just want to tell y'all that my eyebrows are on fleek today. Is that still a word? Fleek? I mean, it is in the English vocabulary somewhere. Urban Dictionary, who knows? But they are legitimately like properly arching your face. However, I had to pluck some eyebrows this weekend because I had trimmed my bangs, but then realized it was like a Wolverine situation under there. So, <laughs> oh, wow. All right, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, y'all. Don't forget, you can find us on all social media platforms on our Instagram and Facebook at BecomingBabeAF. You can email us as to what makes you feel babe as fuck at BecomingBabeAF at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Confetti Corner on Friday at both social media platforms. See you back next week. Bye.